0: Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast, the show that empowers you to redefine the life you want and live your best life. Now, I'm your host, Francine Billy, and I show purpose driven entrepreneurs, CEOs, and professionals a powerful pathway to become recognized thought leaders in their field, increase their visibility, trust, and profitability. So join me and my guests every Tuesday for inspirational stories and practical strategies to get more meaning in your work and in your life, make the money you deserve, and lead a movement to change the world. Today, I'm really, really excited to have in this episode, Antonia Bartels. She is the director of Run, Start, Rise, Mart, and she specializes in career navigation, career transition, and out placements. Hi, Antonia. Welcome to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast. Wonderful. Thank you
1: so much for having me.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So so for those who don't know you, tell us in your own words who you are and what you do.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, I'm Antonia Bartels. I'm a director at Randstad Rice and I help global businesses harness the power of coaching to build engaged and happy employees. And that really leads to greater talent mobility, greater innovation, and greater talent retention.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. Uh, you know, we're going to delve a little bit into that uh, in a in a moment. So, what is one thing that people don't know about you? Actually, is there something that you maybe have been doing or have hidden, and then not many people know?
1: Absolutely. So, um. To date, I've visited 38 countries, um, and that includes spending three months backpacking across Central America and French Polynesia on my own. And I had a teeny tiny backpack (laughs) just for the three months, and it was absolutely (laughs) liberating.
0: Wow, I think that you're going to teach me how you travel with a backpack. I travel, but I will not be able to travel with a backpack because (laughs) I need at least three
1: backpacks. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was brilliant it was really really liberating not to have a lot of stuff with with me
0: yeah. oh wow that is really awesome awesome so um so you know we were just discussing offline earlier how actually I come across you and um I will say that you know I found you by chance you know when you commented on the post Uh, Of uh, John Amici, actually, who actually posted about um, the exit of uh, one head of diversity. And uh, you shared this article that talked um, about the layoff of other. You know, DNI uh, senior executive, especially in tech. And actually, this is something that I teach people. And I was telling you also um, earlier, I teach people because I'm in personal branding. And I teach people that when you leave a comment, leave a meaningful comment so that some people might be very interested in what you are doing and then going to check your profile. And this is what happened to you. See, there was no way I would have come across you um, if you didn't leave that meaningful comment. So, uh, and you were also talking about something about serendipity as well, you know. Uh, and I think that that can also work, but serendipity cannot
1: work if you are not visible. Would you agree? I, I would agree absolutely, absolutely. I think you have to be open to to new opportunities and to be to be confident to connect the dots where perhaps others wouldn't. Brilliant, I've read a really, really brilliant book recently called The Science of Serendipity. And I highly recommend it to anyone who's interested in a growth mindset because this takes it yeah. to that next level, which is about the serendipity mindset.
0: Mm, I'd love to. Is perhaps to share the, the, the name of the book actually uh, later. How is it called? Serendipity? Just serendipity? Or? It's called The Science of Serendipity. The Science of Serendipity. Cool. Wonderful. So. Tell me, what's your background? How did you end up doing what you are doing today? And actually, um, tell us a little bit more about your background and how you end up doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So look, I've always worked for for four-purpose organizations and um I started working in recruitment and executive search so really taking people through you know how to navigate the job market with confidence how to interview and and be successful in finding the the jobs that align to your values and purpose and so it was inevitable that I entered into the world of coaching and career coaching and career transition And so now I have the fortune of supporting individuals and companies to navigate change and build resilience into their their job search strategies.
0: Mm, That's really, really uh, uh, interesting. Um, But is it something that you knew that you wanted to do since you were very young? Or did you dream of something totally different when you were younger?
1: Oh, completely different. So if I had the choice, I would have been a ballet dancer. Um, <laughs> so very, very different to, to working in the world of coaching. But I'm very fortunate that I still pursue my passion of, of dancing. And I dance a bachata and also Brazilian zook, which are two Latin dancers. Mm,
0: okay, that's good. So from ballet dancer dream to career coaching, I think that, you know, all the thing is about empowerment, actually, because you also empower yourself through dance, I suppose. Um, so let's come to uh, what you are currently doing um, in your job and uh, which actually which problem would you say that most companies or you know, leaders that you um, support face in general?
1: So I think the challenge that we have at the moment is that the way the way that the world of work has changed and transformed since the pandemic a lot of organizations are trying trying to navigate like what's what's next and how how do they manage it and the, this new normal is is uncharted waters for a lot of a lot of organizations and the employees that that are there with them but the the significance of the employee experience has really changed and and so the one size fits all is no longer fit for purpose Um, employees need a uh, need support that's unique to them so whether it's career progression work-life balance developing new skills better developing new new relationships and better better networks or you know managing stress so the question is how can organizations meet the individual needs of all of their employees and we really believe at Rise Smart that actually it is possible to do that but it has to be on that it has to be employee centric and it has to be personalized. So it's about giving people one-to-one support and we do that through coaching. Mm-hmm.
0: I've heard that a lot about personalization and it's not just even employees. Uh, it, the whole world is about personalization, especially now with AI, you know, you can personalize almost everything. But what, how, employer or uh, organization are really Im- Bracing that personalization I don't know how do they do that practically at the moment is there do you have any clue or how organization are able to personalize every single person when they used to have this kind of lumped approach before
1: yeah absolutely and and it is through it's through giving people access to a coach it has first of all it has to be affordable It has to be scalable and it also has to be inclusive. You know, it's really, really important. Traditionally, coaching was reserved for executives or high potential. But now we see the power of offering coaching to everyone in an organization and making it inclusive and and, and affordable. And the difference with that is that everybody is met where they're at. It's not applying a one-size-fits-all. You know, the individual gets to work with a coach on a one-on-one, to work on what's important to them, and we've all got different needs, we've all got different requirements, and that's the beauty of coaching. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally get that, and actually, it does make sense, you know,
0: to say that we need to meet people where they are at. And then you can't do that, um, you know, as a group. You know, you can only do that individual.
1: And I definitely think that coaching is one of the solutions to get. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And you know, the, the challenge is in this busy increasingly busy and complex world where most of us are time poor and a lot of organizations have got lots of different learning and development resources you know online learning but people are people skip through them they don't really engage them they don't feel like they have enough time give someone half an hour with a coach once a week or once every couple of weeks and see the transformation
0: Yes, I actually can uh, attest to that actually, because I do also work with some organization and sometimes, yes, they don't, they will always come say, oh, we don't have time to do this and that and the other, but they always turn up for the coaching session. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so definitely, you're totally right. <laughs> so what actually would you say that are the biggest, some of the biggest uh, problems that uh, organization have? Encountering today, especially when it comes to employee engagement, because we know about the great resignation, and the last season I did was all about the great um, um, reinvention that I've called that in you know versus the great resignation, but now. What actually are the greatest challenge that they are having? Why people are leaving? Why they, 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 they are not feeling engaged? Why they are not engaging inside the organization?
1: Well, I think it comes back to, to what I said earlier around the fact that you know we've seen the, the biggest shift in the way that we work since the pandemic. And actually the research tells us that employee engagement is at an all-time low. Um, organizations trying to navigate this have got a really difficult time because what one person needs is is not the same same as another and so that blanket approach isn't working and you know people are engaged people's engagement is is impacted their productivity is impacted and organizations are trying to manage this whilst you know facing really tough economic times and looking at how they can save save costs and and needing to restructure so it's a really difficult time for, for businesses to work on engagement, we, we also know that engaged employees are happier, they're more productive. So it's almost this chicken and the egg um, situation that we're in. Yeah, yeah, totally, I get that.
0: So, you know, and this season um, we are focusing uh, much more also about exploring um, employee advocacy and um, how employees, can become the best ambassador for their companies, which obviously is not going to happen if they don't like working there, they are not engaged and, you know, they... they... So what would you think that, uh, from your experience, company need to consider for their employees to obviously, one, love working for them and second, to become their best brand ambassadors? Yeah, that's
1: a great question. So, And it's very relevant at the moment because we're seeing a unprecedented number of restructures and redundancies. So a lot of people are losing their jobs at the moment. So the single most important thing that a company can do is to treat their people the same way that they do on the first day that they start in the organization and the same way on their last day. Because people never forget how they were made redundant or or how they were communicated to what support they were given. And we know that companies are really facing difficult times at the moment. So how you treat people when they leave says so much more about the organization um, than than when they they start. It's really, really crucial that organizations are really living their values from the first day that employee starts all the way to their last day. And that's where we see the difference. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and uh yes so and that is so true actually you know the exit strategy has to be it have to match you know not because i always say something that they are leaving the house but they don't leave the family and then when they leave they can still become your brand ambassador uh when they are outside and actually refer people back if they had a great experience so and inside how you know before they leave, let's let's suppose that they are not leaving yet <laughs> and they are in the organization. What are some of the things that the you know employ employers can really offer those employees to really feel that they are at home where they are and be their brand ambassador as well?
1: Yeah, great question. So there's a couple of things. First of all, we know that we hear we hear that the two two main reasons why people leave an organization is one. And, um, you know, not feeling like they have a, a great relationship with their manager or challenges with their managers. So I think there's a huge opportunity to upskill managers and yeah. the, the command and control approach that perhaps was one fit for purpose is no longer fit for purpose today. So we need to help managers to have coaching conversations. We need to upskill managers to become coaches and to be able to help their guide their teams to find the answers rather than, you know, dictate or, or determine the answers for themselves. And then the, the second piece is really around helping people navigate their careers, showing people that you you don't necessarily need to have a, a linear career, but you can you can expand your career within the organization in a in a I guess a non traditional sense. So is that working for a project or you know a gig opportunity? How, helping people to navigate their careers so they feel like there's a place for them is really important. Um, and then a, a final thing to add is a sense of belonging. So helping people feel like they belong. And that all comes down to helping people feel like they're represented, they're included, and it's a fair and equitable workplace. Wow, yes.
0: You know, all those things that you touched on is so, so relevant. And I just think that that just means that we we need a total different shift, paradigm shift, because, you know, we cannot still work in the old command and control type of Manners in this way and having this kind of sense of belonging and this sense of uh, empowerment to those organize to 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 uh, our employees, but how ready though are employee or organization ready to embrace this? Because they may some of them may say, "Well, if you don't like it here, you know, here's the door." So, uh, uh, but we know that this is not going to be sustainable.
1: It's it's really yeah. not and you know while economic conditions are extremely tough organizations realize that they still need to remain a talent destination yeah. and in order to remain a talent destination listening to to your employees what, and really understanding their needs is crucial and without that they won't be able to remain a talent destination
0: Mm, yeah, I love that talent destination. So, yeah, the company needs to definitely change and it needs, obviously, a lot of change management program, a lot of coaching and a lot of other kind of tools to rethink uh, this new organization. I actually wrote um a, a, um ebook during the Great Resignation actually last uh, year about how to redesign uh, an organization post pandemic um, so now um, can you share one of the example uh, perhaps of um one of the best company you've seen in terms of employee engagement what kind of company is that
1: yeah absolutely i'm i'm going to use a, an example from from in the in the pandemic um and this is this is really a, a showcasing how to look after your people um so obviously we know Airbnb were massively hit by the pandemic and it had a huge impact on their organization. Um, and they had to reduce their workforce by up to 25%. So it's a really significant amount. And they did it in a way which showed a lot of compassion, um, even vulnerability from you know from the, from the CEO and the, the founder, co-founder, um, and a lot of care as well. And so what they did during this time is they gave... That, that workforce, that 25% of the workforce that were leaving, in a really tough time, they gave every impact employee the opportunity to work with um, a team of experts with RiceMart actually. So every single person had a career coach who was going to help them navigate the change, work out what their, what, what's next strategy is going to be. They had a, a professional branding expert. So they had a, a really great standout resume in a really busy market, a great LinkedIn profile, They had a a job concierge, so someone who was going to help them handpick jobs and save time. Because we all know that the job search, job searching is very, very overwhelming. Of course. And um, needless to say, these employees, although it was a really tough time, they felt cared for. And what that did for the people that were staying was huge. Their friends, their colleagues, their teammates—they could see that they were being cared for, Mm -hmm. and that had a huge impact on. On the, on the engagement of all those people that were staying in
0: the business. Mm-hmm, yeah, I can see that. Wow. That's a brilliant, actually, strategy. Yes. Although the company own bottom line was impacted, they actually offered this support to uh, uh, the team. So definitely, you know, people were staying. Um, We'll see how they will be cared uh, for as well uh, if the, have to leave or you know if something so and obviously i'm sure that some of those people will end up leaving may become the best brand
1: ambassador
0: of airbnb actually absolutely
1: they- yeah absolutely and i think we've got to remember that people exiting the business they could become you know future clients they could become uh you know they could boom around back to the organization you know they may you know, if they have a good experience, they may recommend a friend or someone else in their network to, to go back to, the, to work with that organisation. So we really have to think about the impact of that exit experience on, on people. I mean, primarily, it's, it's the right thing to do, but also we've got to think about, um, you know, brand, brand protection as well during workforce changes.
0: Yeah, brand protection. Definitely. <laughs> so what is one of the worst that one that you've seen? Any worst example of employee engagement uh, <laughs> that you've encountered?
1: <laughs> yeah, look, uh, I'm, I'm not going to name and shame, but yeah, think... no, don't name and shame. Just <laughs> tell me <a> story. <laughs> yeah, look, link, LinkedIn is a great source of information. And actually, you can see how people feel during an exit process. You know, people are a lot more open about what's happening when they're they're made redundant and when they're going through that experience. And you can really see the difference when organizations support their individuals to exit, to find their new beginnings faster and when they don't. Um, And so, yeah, LinkedIn, I think, you know, if you're doing some research on a future employer, LinkedIn is a really, really great place to start to see, you know, if there are workforce changes, you know, how have they treated their people.
0: Mm, how do you do that? I know that glass door, you can definitely see the reviews on the employees, but on LinkedIn, outside of browsing the feed and seeing unsatisfied employees complaining, is there a way that you, you see any kind of review how you'll be treated in the company
1: on LinkedIn? Yeah, I, well, I think if you're following the organizations that, you, that you're interested in and there are, there are changes, people are a lot more vocal these days. People will really, you know, put themselves out there and kind of share their experiences. So I think it's about just keeping keeping on top of of you know what is the latest for those organisations.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Thank you so much. So, what would you be? Uh, what would be your advice um, to leaders want to start creating? a culture of empowerment, you know, they may be small, they may be bigger, um, so then they can have employees who really love working for them and become their ambassadors. Any kind of uh, tips and advice for those?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when employees receive, you know, the guidance and support that they need, that's tailored to them, it's personalized to their them and their world, they feel empowered. And when people feel empowered, they thrive. And when people are thriving, the organization thrives. So we really, we really see this through coaching. Coaching has a way to transform people and also transform the organizations that they work in. So I think it all comes back to giving people that personalized support. The one size fits all is just it's no longer relevant. It's no longer fit for purpose. Mm-hmm.
0: And what is the best way to find what employees need? Obviously, you need to ask them, but, you know, is there a way that they can systematize that inside the organization to find out about the needs?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we're seeing a lot of organizations move away from, you know, the annual employee engagement <laughs> survey. You know, checking the pulse once a year isn't, isn't really going to help you help you figure out what, where people are at. And moving towards pulse surveys, so, you know, regular check-ins, whether that's quarterly or even more frequently. Um, So that's that's one uh, great thing that we've seen. And then the other is moving away from annual reviews and more more about learning in the flow of work and getting feedback in, in in the flow. So that that's that's a great way for managers to kind of stay close to how their employees and how their team are feeling and not waiting for it to be, you know, that six six month review or that annual review, but really checking in with their people more frequently.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yes. You know, continuous checking in conversation, checking the poll morning are you okay kind of things you don't wait (laughs) for yes uh, something to happen i think this it was adidas i interviewed adidas um um uh person last time they have a great way of actually checking in with people as well to find out about their needs um wonderful so now let's look at the last part of this interview which is the 3m meaning money and movement because this podcast is called after all meaningful work meaningful life so, where do you get your inspiration from?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I—it's a great question. I get my inspiration from—I um, guess from my from my family. To be to be honest, my my grandfather um, was the the first um, black headmaster of a school in Ghana called Infantipim. and he had the uh, the great honor of teaching uh, Kofi Annan as a student, and he he really paved the way for for being courageous in the work that you do for being bold and finding connection and meaning with people. And that, that really inspires me in the work that I do today.
0: Mm, That's wonderful. So let's give you now, I'm so generous, you know, I'm a generous person. I'm not going to give you 1 billion pounds today. What would you do and how would you
1: spend your days when you receive this money? Absolutely. So I, I, what a great, a great question. I would use that money to offer coaching in the community. And what I mean by that is that I would offer part funding coaching programs to people that wouldn't traditionally be able to afford coaching. So that could be someone from a low economic household, I think minority, an entrepreneur, a graduate. And I would give that to you know uh, all of those people that would show an interest that wouldn't necessarily have access to it. Because I really do believe that we you know, by, by lifting others up, that is, that is a power that we can all hold individually. Mm,
0: Yeah. I love that. Yes. So giving the chance to people who don't have that chance to give, you know, one-to-one, wouldn't that be wonderful if everybody can have a coach that can, you know, help them grow and uh, tap into their full potential and get to the right direction, figure things out.
1: absolutely absolutely and that's that is the beauty of coaching it's you know the coach is a facilitator but the the power is really within the individual and the coach helps through you know curiosity and inquiry to help the individual find their own answers Mm -hmm. and that's what we need right you know in this busy world we're so we're so overwhelmed so time poor so give everyone you know a little bit of time each week or every couple of weeks to focus on themselves and their mindset Mm -hmm. you know that would be incredible
0: Totally. And learning all that we learn that is not serving us.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wonderful. So how do you want to be remembered for uh, Antonia?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for me, this comes back to the coaching and it's, you know, I want to be remembered for, for being part of a, a ripple effect of people living authentically people um, using their time in a way that really aligns their purpose and their values.
0: Mm, that's lovely lovely and i'm sure that you are living it already so um so this is like the legacy that is going to outlive you actually wonderful so now how can people reach you
1: and learn more about you and your work yeah absolutely so you can follow me on linkedin uh antonia bartels or you can send me an email at um, antonia.bartels at randstadricemart.co.uk Wonderful. Thank you so much,
0: Antonia, for joining me today in the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast and sharing really your insights, your valuable insights. I really truly appreciate it. Keep, it uh, keep up the good work.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure chatting with you.
0: Well, that is it for today. And before we go, don't forget to subscribe to the Meaningful Work, Meaningful Life podcast if you love what you've heard. The show notes of the episode are on my website, farsinbeling.com slash podcast. Whilst you are there, you can also take the free personal branding for impact test. It's only two minutes and you will discover the score in seven key areas to improve your career or business success through personal branding. It's quick and it's free. I will see you next week for another episode of season nine. Until then, dream, act, and be an impact. Lots of love.